Welcome everyone again to Hidden Truths today. We have a host, Josh Barone. Hi, Josh. How's everything going with you today? Oh, wonderful. Everything's great. So this time is different. Right? We hear this everywhere. Can you talk about this and tell us why it is so different and show us some proof? One thing is the economist says, you never want to say this time is different because essentially not much has changed in equity and into debt world. But why I'm saying this time is different, but much the same, is for two reasons. One, the Fed has become so what we call transparent. In 07, 08, the Fed under Bernanke adopted this transparency idea. And everybody thinks that's great. Everybody likes transparency, makes sense. You can see things, right? Or you supposedly can see things. But the idea that transparency has been good for the Fed is somewhat of a false premonition. I gave you two charts here that I'll be showing. One is you can see the yield volatility quarter over quarter for the 10-year treasury. And if you look, you can see since 08 and they adopt this transparency, essentially volatility has massively increased in the treasury world. That's important. One of the reasons we're talking about this today is because I think that in previous videos, we had said that we're in recession and we just didn't know the depth or duration. I think that we're starting to see the depth and the depth is what we're seeing is very deep recession. We think there's a very deep recession coming. The question then becomes duration. And this is why we're talking about this transparency idea. The Fed's volatility created by the transparency is great and essentially causing the recession to be much deeper than it would have been without this transparency idea. So what you see is since Bernanke and they became transparent, the volatility in the treasury market has gone way up. You can see it in these two charts that I'm showing. And the second one being the percentage change in yield. Since 08 or 09, the percentage changes have been greatly exacerbated by this transparency idea. And infinite wisdom, the Fed came up with something called the dot plot. You have to think back when we had Chairman Greenspan. I can remember sitting in my office and you would see Grant Greenspan go in and the media would fixate on his briefcase. Why are they looking at his briefcase? The idea was that if he had a thick briefcase, he was going to increase rates. And if he had a thin one, he wasn't. What happened in prior to this transparency is the markets didn't move until they actually knew what he was going to do. Then they would only move slightly. If he was going to raise a quarter point, the market would move a quarter point. And then they would wait for the next meeting and it would move then. The idea is that you would get this really slow move in treasury yields up or down, depending on which way where they're going, because the market didn't know what they were thinking forward. Come to where we are today, where we have this dot plot, where we can see what the Fed is thinking two years forward. That's why we're getting all this volatility. And we're getting these big swings in treasury yields up or down. I included some of these dot plots in here. And the thing about the dot plot is that they only give it four times a year quarterly. What happens is you can see it left a whole year in these charts and you can see their thinking change. You went from very, very simple, we're at essentially zero, 
and we're going to get to 250 in three years, 250 being where they believe the neutral rate is. And we talked about neutral in another conversation we had previously. The Fed thinking that 250 is neutral, you can see this really smooth curve of their thinking. As we go forward through these stop classes, the thinking starting to bend. You get to March of this year and they really started getting worried about inflation. So the front of the dot plot where they're suggesting the interest rates are going to go went way up, went near three, and then in the next meeting went over three. And the back end was still hanging at two, 250, because in long term, you want to be at neutral. What's gone on is in March, you had massive volatility in the percent change of interest rates. Kind of tiling this back to why we're talking about this. You have this Big change and rapid because I can discount as a trader. I know what they're thinking. I can see two years. So might as well move treasury yields to their thinking because that's where they're going to go anyway. You've got this absolute move happening in the front of this year. And typically that move wouldn't have happened without transparency. You wouldn't have moved to where they're going to go in two years. You would have gone one, one, one and slowly ramped up. Now, why is that important? The whole market is based on cost of capital, essentially what it costs to borrow money and put it into the market, use it in businesses and things like that for economic growth. What happened is that cost of capital, essentially the absolute move in treasuries is really big for the treasury market. In fact, you haven't seen that much volatility in the treasury market ever. The idea that the cost of capital jumped so much is why we think that the recession is going to be deep. That absolute move and that volatility in the treasury has caused the recession to become deeper because the cost of capital moved quickly. It didn't move very slowly over time. This is important. We're prognosticating recession. Now I'm saying deep recession. And there's people out there saying the same thing. Norel Rubini came out and said the same thing. Look, it's going to be a deep recession. So let's talk about depth. This is a behavioral phenomenon, right? Essentially, the market sees the dot plot, it moves in accordance because the market has too much information now. They're overly transparent. Duration of this recession, which normally we would say would be it's deep and then would be long because of the economic indicators that we're seeing, the forward-looking indicators are the worst we've ever seen. But this behavioral effect of the market being able to see the dot plot could cause the opposite. It could cause the opposite effect where the market overly tightened when the Fed rolls or the stop plot keeps on bending down and they start saying, okay, look, there's a big recession coming, it's deep, and we're going to have to lower interest rates. You could get a snapback in the recession here because the dot plot in the next meeting in September, when they give dot plot forecasts, could ultimately affect the treasury market greatly. And you get this big snapback rally in treasuries as the market says, hey, look, they're rolling over and their new neutral rate is now 2%. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying that's what it could do. So you could get this behavioral effect that could keep the duration of this recession low. It won't be a long recession, it'd be a snapback. Now, it's very theoretical because we've never had this much information going into recessions. The dot plot really messed up in treasury in the first half of the year, the treasury rates were so volatile and have been so volatile that it's really hard to get a read. That causes uncertainty in all the other markets. And that's what's playing out in the equity market right now.
That makes sense. So volatility, transparency, interest rates, and uncertainty. It seems to be clear yet yeah, that this time is different. Are there any economic consequences and what are they? The economic consequences are that they created a deeper recession than they needed to be. If they were less transparent, if they were originally how they were with Greenspan, this recession wouldn't be deep. It would be very shallow if that because the treasury bond curve wouldn't have moved as much. The cost of capital wouldn't have gone up hugely for high yield participants. It would have gone up more slowly, which would make everything a little bit softer. But because of the transparency, you're getting a deep recession because it moved the absolute rate of borrowing up very quickly. You could see it in mortgage rates. 30-year mortgage rates were hovering around under 3%. Now they're over six. And it's because of this stuff, because the treasuries move so quickly, the mortgage followed the treasuries and you have these blowout yields essentially, which aren't great for the economy. Now, why is it the same? Fed's tools are still the same. They haven't changed. They're doing the same thing that they always do. They're moving interest rates. The Fed credibility comes into some sense here. In my opinion, they have more credibility than they ever had because they're giving you through two years and the market's moving to that. If the market didn't move to what they're telling you, they would have lost credibility. Interesting, great perspective, of course. You know what you're doing. You've been doing this for a very long time now, and you're is an expert in projections and economic analysis. Thank you for all your great insight here, Josh. Anything else that you would like to leave people with today? Deep recession. It's coming. We're in a recession. It's deep. It's not going to be nice. You're going to really feel it. And then hopefully... With this, that the Fed reacts, they change the dot plots, and we get a snap back in the cost of capital, which makes the duration not so deep. I really pray for that because lots of people are affected by this stuff, and you just don't want to see any of this go on. Do you project any stronger recession happening in Europe compared to the United States? Europe is in a real conundrum. I would say Europe is going to go into a depression, not a recession. There's so much inflation in the cost of energy, and there's no stopping that unless the sanctions are lifted against Russia or they start bringing in Russian gas and oil. That's a real problem. Think about it this way. If the cost of your energy input is greater than 25% than it was the previous year, and you can't get it, there's shortages of supply. You turn off your factories. You start slowing down your economy because... You can't afford to compete with other players where energy is cheap. They're so energy dependent on Russia that I just don't see them doing well here in the future. Plus, they're going into recession too. So they just don't have a lot of things going for them. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Unfortunately, yeah, something we did not mean for sure. Again, with Europe, we saw the rates blow out on Italy and Greece. The ECB then went and bought those bonds, brought their rates back down. But at the same time are tightening, so they're selling bonds, which probably means they're selling German bonds and raising rates. So they got their hands full. It's not going to look pretty. I can't give this advice, but I don't think I'd want to be long European countries or European currency. Thank you, Josh. If you want to watch all of the Hidden Truths videos, please subscribe to the channel. You have a link here underneath in the comment area. You can also visit Hidden Truths that today for more information, as well as to listen to the podcast. Thank you everyone for your time today and see you next time.